Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now another episode of nerds with friends in the morning it is now 9 43 a.m and i'm joined by seamus calder how's it going sir i'm tired yeah me too thank you for the coffee no no problem i uh, understood and uh, this episode unofficially brought to you by caramel flavored bugles they are sweet and salty they are so good you're gonna hear us eating them this whole show oh god Mm. That, that crunch is so good um my name is Cody Leach. Uh, Christian Garcia couldn't be here today uh, for personal reasons, I suppose. Per- per- personal? I guess Cause he that makes it sound like he's on his period or something, which he is. Is it? In a- yeah, I don't know if that's inaccurate. <laughs> um, so it's just going to be the two of us, but we are going to take full advantage of this, and um, we're not going to have any strings to hold us down. And we'll talk about the, I'm going to show you something beautiful I'm going to show you something beautiful You want to change the world um, uh, But uh, yeah so We're, we're going to do some cool stuff Talk a little bit about Halloween But first, of course, let's do our nerdy confessions I'm do- trying to dodge the mic while I eat Googles <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard all that Mike, Mike dodging they just hear like a mad pan from left to right it's of an bugles Oli- crunching. Olympic event. It's like dark side of the bugle. You just have like seven straight laced looking uh, judges sitting on the side with headphones, and then people just chewing around a microphone, and it's, you know who makes the le- least amount of sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll start it off. Um, I had. <laughs> I was joking. Yeah. Don't joke. Don't die. Don't die. Um. Well, now I'm forgetting what I was going to say. But you, you have a... I have a nerdy confession. And that nerdy confession is... <laughs> shit. Um, it wasn't Destiny. I made sure that it wasn't Destiny. I feel like the past couple of weeks... It's been Destiny. Yeah, it's been Destiny. And it's because it's I enjoy that game a lot. But I had one that wasn't Destiny. You better go, Seamus. Oh, okay. Um... I'm going to pop a bugle in my mouth while I do this. Okay. Um, I'm going to do my nerdy confession today in honor of the Giants and baseball. Oh, nice. Um, so, I'm, yeah, because I'm a huge baseball fan, I'm also horribly superstitious. Um, and so the lengths that I have gone to based solely on my superstition. Oh, I remember. I remember mine. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> um, let's see. In 2010, when the Giants were in the World Series... Um, there, I would, uh, I would, I, I convinced myself I had to wake up every morning by eight a.m. Go to Walgreens, 
and buy two Snapples. I didn't actually have to drink the Snapples. I just, just had buy to them. buy two Snapples. Um, in 2012, uh, I wouldn't allow myself to watch the Cardinals series. I watched. So my only enjoyment of it was sitting in my kitchen with my elbow on a bag of lentils. <laughs> they had to be on the bag of lentils. I had to be in the perfect position. I didn't change my clothes for a week. It's weird you had lentils. And I couldn't watch. It was just, it was a cold steel table. And then there was just a bag of lentils randomly sitting on the table. So I would put my elbow on it so it wouldn't just get like really cold. Mm. But then it just became a thing. My elbow needed to be on the lentils. I gotcha. But I didn't watch the games at all. I just followed what was happening through Twitter. And I wouldn't listen on the radio. I couldn't. You couldn't. I just couldn't bring experience myself. Experience it live. Exactly. Because the only games in that series I'd watched, they lost. So I just, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I am the reason You're we're the losing. Reason. <laughs> it's just somewhere they're like, Seamus is watching. Let's fuck up. Yeah. So what, what's your thing this series? This series has been uh, Monster. Monster makes like a coffee energy drink. Yeah. I don't even enjoy it. The Loco Moco. Lo- yeah. Loco Mocha. Yep. And I, I don't even enjoy it that much. I mean, it's not bad, but it was the before the wild card game. Yeah. The morning of that, I went in and I bought one just because they didn't have the, they didn't have coffee at the corner store. Sure. So I bought it, and they won. And so I'm like, okay. And so I have now bought one. Almost the only time I haven't bought one was actually when, when they Hudson, lost game two. <laughs> so I'm like convinced I have to buy these. I bought one on the way over here, and I drank it already. And yeah. Now you're drinking coffee. Now I'm coffee. drinking coffee, coffee, because I like being caffeinated. That's crazy. Well, I, yeah. hope, I hope your heart doesn't explode. I don't know. I will say the worst one, though, is I still hold myself responsible for the loss in 2002. Because uh, 2002, I was. Uh, Angels, right? Yeah, yeah. But I was 13 years old at the time. And uh, as most 13 year olds, I was just discovering my body. <laughs> I just discovered masturbation. Sure. And so I convinced myself if I beat off, they would lose. Oh, well, okay. Here's the thing. That series is famous because game six, Russ Ortiz gets pulled in the middle in the sixth <laughs> inning, given the game ball. Scott Spezio comes in, hits a home run, and they, you know, the Giants never recover from the series. Fifth inning, I was in the bathroom beating off. <laughs> you did I was this. so convinced that they you, had it in the bag. You did this. I did that. Oh, I did God. that. I'm sorry, Barry Bonds. I robbed. <laughs> I robbed you of your World my series. my prepubescent hormones. Uh, robbed you of your one chance at a World Series ring. Oh God! I hope he's not listening. I, I hope he. Well, I hope he is listening. But I hope he is because that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool, Barry. If you're out there, Barry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, well, I remember my nerdy confession. Uh, my nerdy confession, just in time for Halloween, is. So, uh, big deal. Walking Dead is now back on television. I have not watched a single episode yet, and I'm of the whole show. Well, no, of of the new season. New season. Yeah. I haven't either. The whole show. Come on. <laughs> I know you have. That's why I was surprised you yeah. said that. No, it, yeah, just the new season. So I haven't watched any of it yet, and I'm and people are like, "Oh, it's so good. It's so good." And I'm like, "Oh, why haven't I watched it?" But I feel like that happens every season. Every season, they're like first three or four episodes. You're like, "Oh, it's so good." I take that back. Except the second season. Yeah. But third and fourth season, it's been like, oh, it's yeah. so good. Lots and then you happened. finally, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch it. And then it's like six episodes of like, um, it's yeah, okay. It's okay. It's never bad enough that I can give up on it. I feel like I feel like The Walking Dead is not, there are shows that I like a lot more that I feel are more impactful. Like Game of Thrones, every fucking episode, I'm like, oh, I fucking love this show. Exactly. Like I'm hard pressed to think of an episode where I like didn't fucking shit my pants right 
Um, Walking Dead, I though I enjoy the show, I I'm not like overly excited about it. Yeah, you know, it's but it's a good show to have on. It's well made, and I enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like it's just like I'm just not super excited about it. I feel like it's like a really good show for really stupid people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just well because there's just the characters they do things like the only the plot is only driven forward half the time. Because they're stupid. That's how most zombie movies are. That's true. Yeah. I was thinking about it. That show could have been so improved if they went with like a lost format. Yeah. Where each episode... Where they're actually it. dead, but they're not really dead. They're, they were, Okay, they were never dead. <laughs> Let, let's be clear, listeners. They, they the were, end of Lost was not that they were dead the whole time. Okay? They were, I thought no, they were, like in they were not dead the whole time. It was that there was the side flashes where it seemed like they were looking at a parallel universe. And what was happened was because their time on the island was so important that they had created a parallel... Uh, they had created a limbo where they would all meet and then uh, ascend to heaven together. That was what it was. Yeah. So they were dead in the side flashes. But that was, they didn't die on the island. They all just died at their own different times. Except Jack and Charlie and uh, John Locke. And okay, everybody who died on the island died on the island. But like, you know, they were dead. They weren't dead. They weren't dead the whole time. They were in limbo. They super survived that plane crash. Yeah. That's weird. Anyways, no, I think it could have been improved by um, <laughs> if you did like each episode focused on one character. Yeah. And so you would get like their story through the through the issue or through the episode like you would be watching what they're doing in in real time but then there would be intercut with just like flashbacks to their actual life because that's what they haven't done well is develop characters I think and I think that they were trying to it's I mean it's done with the comics I think they're trying to focus very much on just like we don't give a shit about who they were before the apocalypse we're just looking at them now yeah but I I feel like there's just there's an emotional weight that they could have gotten if like you do a if you do an episode where we find out that T-Dog was, like, a fucking super awesome single dad, mother, father of three, and then it's the same episode that he dies in. Yeah. It's like, if we're watching this backstory where we suddenly care about this character, and then we just start watching them get ripped apart because there's some brutal deaths in that show. Sure. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. That'd be deep. Yeah. And, you know, you can see sometimes they'll do a little bit of it, but definitely not enough. You know, and and they focus on trying to, I think, stay with the characters too much that... Are you know they've become after this apocalypse, yeah. But you know, I've also you know I feel like the, it's also just like jumping around. It's like season you know season one is Rick being like we can do this, and then season two is like Rick being like man fuck this, and then season three Rick's like we can do this, and then season four Rick was like fuck this, and then yeah. season four or five Rick is like I think he's crazy now. I don't know. Yeah, the Rick Rick seems to go hot and cold a lot. I don't think there's you know I don't think they've written a great script for him where it's because it's just like yeah you're right he goes from being super gung-ho leadership leader and then to like oh i'm giving up on life yeah but then i'm like oh no but i have to save my son but then now i don't care and then you know he goes up and down and up and down up and down yeah but it's 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 super just like it's it's like bipolar like he's it's super this or super that it's never just like hey guys i'm rick what's up it's like i'm fucking crazy they they have a they have a rough time showing his motivation from going to one one yeah. attitude. You know what to they, the they missed too is in the first season they had it when they had Glenn and he was funny. Yeah, and it was like ah oh, cool we have a comedic relief character and it's still even then like they didn't really do it that much but right but a little bit they did it a little bit and then now he's just like nothing but brooding and serious. It's like yeah. guys he can still be funny. Yeah, especially because you hired a comedic actor to play him. Like right, and I think. <clears throat> I think uh, one thing, though, like Herschel offered a little bit of that, too, um, when he wasn't just being a wise old man. 
Herschel was was dope. That's why him getting his head cut off was super sad. It was not dope. That was like undope. Yeah, that was the undopest dope I've ever. seen. That was like the opposite of dope. What's the opposite of dope? Crack. Not. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, oh, I mean, wickety whack, (laughs) wickety whack, (laughs) wickety whack. (laughs) But yeah, so I am excited to watch the uh, Walking Dead, uh, and it's cool though because now I'm like, I got the day off today. I'm going to maybe watch like two, three episodes. It'll be awesome. That's what I like when I when I don't watch a bunch and then I can just go back and actually like yeah. watch like five all the like it's it's actually better when I don't have to wait a week to watch an episode mm-hmm. because there are episodes where you're just like that was a whole episode and yeah. nothing happened. I know. My friend at work actually doesn't watch it on, on TV. She just doesn't have time. So she always buys it at the, when it comes out on Blu ray or D V D and just watches the whole thing. I'm like, damn, that's the way to do it. The financial investment though. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's once a year. Fine. Yeah, whatever. You know what I finally watched? What's Veronica that? Mars. Yeah? Yeah. How do you like it? I really, you know what? I watched the show. And I, I watched all the show with like, because they just did the, they did a movie. They got the Kickstarter and they were yeah, able to make a movie. I heard about that. And so I watched all three seasons being like, okay, when I finish that, I get to watch the movie. I'm excited to see what they did. And so the first two seasons were like really good. The third season doesn't. What's, what's the basis of Veronica Mars? Because I've never uh, actually watched Teenage it. Private Eye. Teenage? Teenager Private Eye. She's Bell. In hi- Kristen Bell. She's in high school. Okay. Uh, her dad uh, is the ex. I guess she's kind of small and cute. I guess she's spunky though. She's spunky. She spunky. She's yeah. super spunky. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, her dad is uh, the ex sheriff who currently works as a private investigator. Ooh. Uh, he was uh, dethroned as the sheriff in a very public case because her best friend got murdered, and her best friend was the daughter of the most, the richest guy in in town. Very cool. And so the her dad was trying to like accuse the the richest guy in town of killing his own daughter, mm-hmm. and then because of that, like all this other shit happens. Blah, blah blah. She's in high school. She's not very popular. Nobody likes her. She solves cases for people. Nice. It's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. It, and then uh, so like the first season's great. The second season's really good. And then the third season she goes to college, and they kind of like they switch up the format a little bit. You don't. Yeah. It, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not as. It's not quite there but then it got canceled and it ended and then nine nine years later i think they they get this movie wow made. it's been that long yeah and so they get this movie made and is she was, an adult now in the movie yeah she's like 30 it's weird she's like actually christian bell's age yeah she's like actually christian bell's age <laughs> um but i watched it and it, it, i was like getting through season three like season three it wasn't that it was bad it was more just kind of like i'm like okay it's okay not as good as the first two exactly and i'm like okay let's just get to this movie and then I was disappointed by the movie. Oh, really? That's a bummer. I, I mean, I think I w- expected more out of it, but then there was just certain things that they did that <laughs> ki- they were kind of just trying to be like, okay, if this is just us, you know, closing the book on this for the fans, let's just throw some... Yeah. It's also, like, super sponsored. Like, Samsung notebook tablets are, oh, like, just a product plot- placement. There's so much product placement. Yeah. It's pretty hard to watch. Like, like, it's product placement to the point where, like, the Samsung tablet... Oh, is that your Samsung tablet? I was thinking about getting the larger one. No, she has one of the smaller ones. I was thinking about getting the ten point two. Is that the eight point Oh, I love actual the yeah. lines. You're not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Yeah. Did you see the movie? No. <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of product placement, we're going to do a, a brief, unplanned, uh, unscripted section of sipping on that haterade, and talk about uh, fucking Transformers: Age of Extinction for a minute. Have you seen that movie? Wait, what? Transformers Age of Extinction. No, I have intentionally not seen that movie. God, it is a shit fest. That movie is such a piece of shit. Okay, so I suggest everyone goes out and watches the Honest Trailer uh, 
you know trailer of it. Okay. Because uh, if you haven't seen honest trailers, they are hilarious. It's a guy who's got the the weekend movie voice, you know, and he goes over and talks about the whole thing, but you know, very honestly picks up all the stuff that's stupid in it. And that movie, he had a field day. So Shia LaBeouf's not in it. They don't. It's ever Mark Wahlberg, right? Right, Mark Wahlberg. And it. it's Mark Wahlberg as an invent inventor. Oh, he do- he doesn't let you forget that he's an inventor. Here's the thing. In a movie featuring giant fighting robots destroying uh, Shanghai, sure, or is it Hong Kong or whatever, Something. some Chinese city, uh, Mark Wahlberg being an inventor is the most unrealistic thing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm an inventor. This is what I do. I'm going to patent this invention. I'm going to patent the shit out of this. He, he, dude, he like, he's an inventor. But you never see I think we found us one of them Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he lives in Texas, I think. It's what, what's even funnier. It's like, why do you have a Boston accent? <laughs> you know? Here's the thing. Do you want to tell Mark Wahlberg to attempt a Texas accent? No, I don't want to do that. I think he has a hard enough time being told not to have a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. Just hence why he should only be in movies written by Seth MacFarlane now. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, here here's okay. Here's my critique of some of these things in the movie, right, that were stupid. This is Cody's honest review of Age of Extinction. Okay. So, first of all, Shia LaBeouf not in it at all. Neither is his super hot girlfriend number one or super hot girlfriend number two. Right? Neither one. Now, you could kind of like... Are they mentioned? Nope. Not at all. Hmm. So, there's not there's not even one line of dialogue in there that mentions what happened to Mr. Sam Witwicky. Man, Sam Witwicky. Or his hot hoe girlfriends. You, you, that seems like such an easy thing to throw in there, too. It's like, man, Sam Witwicky. 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 Sam Witwicky. You know, I hear he's having fun in college. Bam. Yeah. There we go. He's in college. He's fine. Or just a news report. Sam Witwicky jailed for, you know, uh, whatever with Transformers. Man, it was really sad when, when fucking... Sam died. When Sam died. Yeah, when, uh, when yeah. fucking Megatron threw him into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would have paid to see... Man, I really like... See, I wouldn't have paid to see Transformers. I would have paid to see Shia LaBeouf thrown into the sun. Yeah, or, you know, they go, you know... (laughs) Hey, have you heard... That was a shit movie, but I'm glad I saw Shia LaBeouf get thrown into the sun. Oh, hey, have you heard from Sam? Yeah, he's doing this weird art installation in New York. He wouldn't talk to me. It's weird. (laughs) It's weird, yeah. He's he's making uh, pornographic movies now. I don't don't know what he's... You know, that was a weird turn, but his parents are very proud. How's Sam? I don't know... Nymphomaniac 1 and 2 were really weird. They were really weird. Yeah. They were really weird. I sadly watched all of it. Yeah, I know. Me too. I All I wanted to see was some boobs. I got that. I was like, this is, looks like a movie that'll have a lot of nudity. And then by the end of it, I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see any more nudity. nudity. This yeah. is not erotic. This is just sad. Yeah. It's just so gross. Way to go, Lars von Trier. You know, you hear they're coming out with an unedited version or something like that. It's going to be even more. Well, you heard how he did the sex scenes in it, right? Yeah, I did. CG'd a bunch of porn stars onto... Yep, non-porn stars. Exactly. That's cool though. I'd be I'd be totally like stoked if they were like, "Hey, we're just going to take your penis and put it on a famous person because their their famous penis is not as good as yours." Speaking like, of famous penises, you see Gone Girl? I have not seen it yet, but I heard Neil P- NPH is in it. Yeah, NPH is in it. Little NPH is in it. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's in it. And uh I'd say Little Ben, but it's a not an accurate description. Wow. Nice. Hey, it's old. Let me Feeling put it that like bad this. suit. Only reason it's in there is because it wasn't little. Yeah, exactly. It's just too much to fit to keep out of frame. <laughs> exactly. It just edges in. What's that? 
Oh, don't worry about that. Well, he's just turning, and then it's just the only reason you even recognize it because it's just there's this just gigantic mound on the front of his uh, nice front of his body, and then you're just like, oh, that's his penis. That's cool. Well, good for, good for him. Good for Ben Affleck. Good for Ben Affleck. Um, but yeah, going back to Age of uh, Extinction. Basically, the, the what you're whole... saying is it's not as good as Ben Affleck's penis. Not as good anywhere near. Okay. I'd rather watch two hours of Ben Affleck's penis just sitting there than watch Transformers again. Okay, but what would you watch? What would you rather watch than Ben Affleck's penis? Because I feel like there's not a lot of things. Like I'd rather watch the Avengers, but that's about it. Good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then at one point, so the big thing on the poster and everything is the dinosaur, right? Grimlock, yeah. right? The Dinobots. Let me guess. He's only in it for 10 minutes. Only in it for 10 minutes. Okay. How'd I know? (laughs) Yeah. And it's right at the end. And so, like, I was watching this movie, and I'm obviously losing interest because now I'm starting to fucking play around on my phone and stuff because this movie's just awful. I I rented it, you know. And um, so I'm watching it, and then my roommate Laura's watching it with me, and she kind of pops in in the middle and starts watching it. And then, um, you know, the... The Transformers crashed this spaceship that was trying to take off into space into China, right? Okay, obviously, right? Why was it trying to take off into space? Why was it going to do in space? It was going back to Cybertron or some Good. shit. Good who, for them. Who knows? Who knows what it was? Go home. And so, go, get out of here, robots. Yeah. And so it crashes because it gets shot down or something. I don't know again. But um, they're standing in the hills of some or in Chinese mountains, right? It's all jungly. Oh, those classic Chinese mountains. Yeah, there's some. I flew actually. Yeah, and so, and so um, all of a sudden you see, uh, you know, um, Optimus Prime is saying something dumb about like how they need to fight and blah 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 blah. He walks out into the mountains, comes back with three giant transformers. I'm like, where did he get them? And those transformers are the Dinobots, and then they transform into the dinosaurs and start fighting him. But then he beats one of them and then earns their respect. And then they then they go into China as dinosaurs, not giant robots <clears throat> with guns and swords and stuff, but but dinosaurs. And he rides them into China, and the T Rex breathes fire. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Where did he find those? And apparently, there's like one little talk about one line of dialogue, you know, explaining everything. Yeah, there's one line of dialogue where they're like, <clears throat> where he's like, you know, these guys were trapped on this ship. No, oh. no, yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay. well, when, shouldn't you have made a bigger deal about that, that they're hanging out on this ship and that you're going to save them and they're the most powerful warriors ever and all this shit? But, yeah, nothing. How, <laughs> how, how stupid. Yeah. I just, um, and I just, I just, yeah. The last thing I'll say on it is we were talking about pro- product placement in Veronica Mars. I guarantee it has nothing on this movie, right? So... so. Uh, uh, so I, I'm thinking about it, and it's so dumb. Uh, so the the whole one of the premise of the movie is that uh, Stanley Tucci, who is great, honestly, like I always love Stanley Tucci, even in this shit fest, he's a delightful character, and I love it. Right, but and I'll say first of all, his character development is stupid because he goes from being like this cutthroat businessman to this goofy guy who's running for his life and like making all sorts of weird jokes and stuff. But that's not his fault. He played both characters wonderfully. <laughs> But um, so he's this business guy, and, um, you know, a real inventor. Let's call him right. Not a not a Mark Wahlberg. Not a Wahlberg. And um, hey, man, Wahlbergers. <laughs> Wahlbergers. And um, 
he he's uh, basically taken apart a bunch of the Transformers who died in the last movie or whatever. Yeah, and like kind of broken down their metal and and realized that the metal they're made of is kind of what lets them transform by like programming it and stuff like that. And he calls it transformium or some stupid shit like that, right? And um, so he he's like demonstrating it to, you know, to someone who's like in charge of all the military stuff. I don't even remember who the actor was now, but anyway, he's like showing him like here, you know, he he's like it could be anything. He's like it could be a gun. He's like, or do you like music? And it, it transforms into a Beats pill, a little Bluetooth speaker. He's like, here, how about this? It's the pill, and I'm like, well, that seemed a little forced. And then, and then they're walking through the like labs and stuff, and you see he's created his own transformers, but because they don't have the spark thing, you know, they're not real transformers. Yeah, and they have to be programmed. And they walk by this one that's an Oreo like vending machine that has turned into a transformers. And then, <laughs> and then you know. Um, you know, uh, they've taught, you know, and that's another thing. Galvatron, I'm sure you remember Galvatron from the original movie, right? Yes. Um, Galvatron is made by this guy because he's trying to replicate uh, Optimus Prime, but creates, so he creates another big rig transformer, but he uses the brain of Megatron to make it, and that's how they explain Galvatron. Why would you do that? Why would you use the brain of the evil one? I don't know. How do you it's have they the had. brain of the evil one? They just had his head. How did you have the head of Megatron? And then, so at one point too, like, uh, uh, there's you know robots everywhere. Yeah, they crash into this Budweiser truck. Sometimes they're in disguise. Right, exactly. Yeah. And they crash into this big Budweiser truck, and there's beers floating everywhere. Obviously, like you know the the cool like aluminum Bud Light things, which I've never actually seen in person. They have them at baseball games. They're expensive. Yeah, of course they are. They're Bud Light, which is terrible. Exactly. But so. So Mark Not Paul, it was Bud Light with lime. So, so, yeah, exactly. Strawberries. That's a different story. Mm-hmm. God, if that was in there, that'd make that movie worth watching. But um, so I'd watch a movie that's two hours of Mark Wahlberg just sitting around drinking strawberries. Me too. That'd be a good one. Actually, that sounds like a fucking great plot. Let's write it. Let's, there we go. It's the Nerds <laughs> with Friends movie. And so there's all these beers on the ground, and then Mark and this guy's like uh, Mark Wahlberg's running through the street. This guy starts honking his horn at him, right? And he's like. He's like, what, what, what? And the guy's like, hey, get out of the road. He's like, what? I'm crazy. Takes, picks up a beer off the ground, smashes the bottle cap off of it on the guy's door hinge on his car, right? And just drinks the beer. He's like, I'm crazy. And throws it down and runs away. I'm like, what did that have to do with anything? He was like just showing how he didn't give a fuck by drinking this Bud Light in the middle of the street. It was a product placement. What a what fuck an fest. What an edge. He's so edgy. I know. And... You know, I, I actually heard someone, I think it might have been, like, Adam Carolla talk about, like, you know, for for all this product placement, right, um, these companies are paying to be in this movie. Yeah. For them to actually drink a beer, Budweiser had to throw down hella money. You know, like, it's one thing to see it in there, but to actually have one of the actors take a drink off of it, that's even more money. Oh, yeah, no, because it's, like, a big thing, like, to even have people just drinking or uh, – you I. I think in commercials you're like not even allowed to actually show people drinking. Right, exactly, exactly. Everyone's always just holding them. Exactly, just having a great time holding the beers. But yeah, label out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> holding it like no one ever holds any drink, just with all fingertips. And then you got to drink it with like fully extended all the way back. Yeah, like just pounding it like up in the air. 
fucking Coke commercial. When, you know, in, in like a hundred years when our generation has, uh, you know, expired, expired, uh, when we, when we are the ancient Romans, um, our Mountain Dew commercials, I think will be what we're best remembered by. Like, we'll those, be, we were those the people ex- were so extreme. You were the extremist ancient generation. No wonder they all died. They were too extreme to <laughs> live. Spent that will life- be the chapter in the history textbook. It will just be the 21st century too extreme to live. They, they spent their life on the half pipe. They lived their life a quarter mile at a time. They were just grabbing big air all the time. All the time. Sadly, they didn't advance any medical or, uh, or, or, maybe, soci- or maybe sociopolitical were t- causes because yeah. they were too busy grabbing air and uh, pounding dues. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe they were taken out by the shape-shifting metal robots of the Capri Sun commercials. It's okay. President Wahlberg <laughs> yeah. it led them to victory. In the year 2150. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's my rant on uh, Transformers. Just god-awful. You really had some feelings. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I expected. I will counter your rant with another short rant. Uh, Birdman or the uh, unexpected virtue of ignorance with Michael Keaton. Oh, I heard about that. Is it cool? Yes. Yeah? All listeners, go see it. Stop what you're doing right now. Go go see Birdman. Uh, it will be most likely playing at one local cinema. Probably like uh, the Kabuki or something yeah. like that. Um, it's the director of Babel, 21 Grams, uh, Amos de Perros, I think. Amores um, de Perros. Yeah. Amores um, Perros. Basically, it's either. incredibly fucking good. Yeah. It's one of the best movies I've seen in a really long time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all done like theatrically where there's a lot of there's a lot of monologues, but it's mostly like the movie seems like it's 15 shots in the whole thing. Like there's so many just like long shots where they'll follow them down yeah. the hallway. Then they'll go up and they'll like film the entire conversation. So they do like entire 10 minute scenes as one in shot. One shot. Yeah. And cool. they'll do stuff where like, you know, they'll Michael, they'll be following Michael Keaton down the hallway and then he'll slightly turn around a corner and the camera will keep moving past him. And it'll go up the stairs, and as it's going up the stairs, Michael Keaton will come back in and pass the camera in a new costume and walk out on stage because it's all about a play. Okay. And uh, so it all takes place in this one theater. But there's a shot there. They do it like he's, he's off camera for a second, then comes back on in a completely different costume, walks out on stage, and begins the production because it just like, yeah. time jumped. Oh, cool. It's, and then it's just. nice. Oh, it's just so cool. That sounds good. Plus. Michael Keaton is a good he's actor. Great. He is he is really good. He's a really he's good not, actor. He does not get enough credit for what he does. I mean, I hate his Batman movies, but I don't hate them because I of actually him. I actually enjoyed his Batman movies. I him as Batman, I'm okay with. Yeah. It's everything else about those movies except yeah. Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Yeah. I'd say I'd say that's accurate. Well, Jack Nicholson as the I Joker. I hate Jack Nicholson the Joker. What? Yes. He's so good. Oh my god, it took Heath uh, yeah, I, I like Jack Nicholson no, better no. than Heath Ledger. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, here's what you guys need to understand about why the... I'm going to just... Fuck this. You guys get a rant now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do like this like we fucking asked about Star Wars. Okay, so here's the thing about Batman. Yeah. In the 60s, the fucking anime... So Batman basically almost killed comic books. Uh, the Adam West Batman, there was this idea that they were trying to just gain back this legitimacy. Like, comic books aren't just for kids. Comic books for... It's bang pow, comics aren't just for kids. Yeah. But... um. 
original Batman comics. Like they, they had the Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. um, and there's this whole thing about the it's the ten cent plague, where basically people thought that Batman and Robin was just this big metaphor for homosexuality. Sure. And then they introduced Batwoman, who was supposed to be like his weird love interest, and somehow that made them gayer. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, and so basically, they were trying to just gain this legitimacy. They were trying to pr- improve Batman's image, and then they had the Adam West Batman comics or. Co- TV uh, show come out, yeah. and so this show comes out, and you know it's got all the fucking like Biff Pow, all that kind of yeah. crap. Oh. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Exactly, and I mean now it's campy and it's enjoyable, but at the time that like completely delegitimized any efforts to make comic Absolutely. books serious. And then so what happens is the years go on, and you get stuff from like Neil Adams and um, all these guys who really do write like just some really great Batman stories. Um. Uh, Alan Moore writes Watchmen in in the eighties, and that was like the big turning point for comics. Really, was that people were like, holy. Fuck, these can be amazing. Yeah. And then so you go down the line and you get to Tim Burton making a Batman movie. And he fucking makes the Joker. First off, the Joker did not kill Batman's parents. His name is not Jack Napier. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean. Okay. You never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. It's stupid. Yeah. The thing is, he didn't kill Batman's parents. You didn't need to put that in. Tim Burton never read a comic book in his life. He just had a basic understanding of what Batman's story was and went from there. But then it's you took all of these efforts to legitimize the Joker, like the killing joke and all of these fucking amazing books, and you reduced him to a just a clown in a fucking ridiculous outfit dancing around to Prince music and vandalizing artwork. I thought he was cool. <sighs> just... Well, see, my, my thing my thing with um with that him as a Joker, I just thought he played a crazy guy. Like I watched, I I rewatched it recently, and it's just like I, I felt like him as the Joker was, you know. Now, now the story that has to do with Tim Burton, right? Because yeah. I'm sure he had was very heavy handed with that. I thought the character acting of Jack Nicholson was good because he played like a guy who's funny but also crazy and psycho. I thought Jack Nicholson did okay with what he was given, but uh, at the same time, I just, I, I don't, I just hate the movie. Yeah. And then, um, but I, had, I liked, I yeah. feel like Batman Returns was a better movie of the two. Yeah. Well, Batman Returns was great because they just did the Joker, you know, they went in a really different direction. Cause usually he's just kind of like a rich spoil, you know, the Joker is a fucking terrifying character, but they did a really good job of just making him like really dark and evil. Yeah. But that's what DC does now. I mean, you've heard that they uh, apparently have banned making their movies funny. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that, too. No comic relief. It, yeah, it's just DC movies, they, like, uh, assume that just everything needs to be dark and... <laughs> Fuck that. We're not talking about dark and gritty. We're going to talk about The Flash right now. Okay. This is fucking bullshit. I found out about this yesterday. What's that? So, okay, you know they have The Flash TV show? Yeah. It's Barry Allen. Right. It's Barry Allen with Wally West's personality. Okay, we're going to talk about that. how that's weird. It's one thing. Okay. So I'm already not watching it because I hate that. They're like, they're like, okay, Barry Allen, most recognizable Flash name, but most rec- recognizable Flash personality. Wally well, West. it's because Wally West was what the Justice League cartoons had. Sure. Wally West was the, Wally West was the Flash for 30 years. That's quick. why people recognize what he is. Yeah. Like everybody associates the Flash with Wally West, and then there's just Barry Allen that because they wanted to go original but they bring back Barry Allen Barry Allen's the current Flash in the New 52 and they've reintroduced Wally West Wally West is a black teenager that's weird so here's the thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present options to you you want to create racial diversity in comic books <laughs> don't you just make don't 
okay, so we have a character that everybody's really wanted back, Wally West. We, we've all wanted Wally West to be reappear in comics. He doesn't even have to be the Flash. We just want Wally West there. Like, just sure. give us that Wally West exists. Sure. Well, you've already given his personality to Barry Allen in the New 52. So that's going to be weird when he comes back. Oh, so you're not talking about the show? Oh, I'm getting to the show. Okay. Then you get... Uh, so Wally West has... Uh, they want Wally West back. And they announce, we're going to bring back Wally West. Except that he is now a black teenager or he's he's a he's a he's half black half spanish uh spanish latin latin why why is that such a go-to like i don't know spider-man is is now make well well, yeah one just make a full black character yeah why not it's the same thing with the fucking fantastic it's the same thing with the fantastic four movie oh Oh my god you made johnny storm black why didn't you make sue storm black go the go the full mile yeah just yeah that that's so that's Please what, tell me you what, didn't do it so that you can reveal that they're adopt. You know, they're, they'll be adopted siblings. I'm adopted. Or foster no siblings. Shit. Yeah, obviously, or they're gonna be like foster siblings. If they did this so that they can create a love triangle between Reed Richards and Johnny Storm, ew, I'm gonna be grossed out. That's yeah. Because I don't care. Here's the thing: I don't care if Sue Storm and Johnny and Johnny Storm are black. I don't care either. because it's honestly, it's never them being white has never been a part of their character. But their brother really. and sister, their brother and sister, very, very much. That's part of it. Just character. go the full mile. It's more racist to fucking say, "Oh, we're gonna have to make one of them adopted." No, yeah. <laughs> we don't think a black actress can carry this film. Yeah, I don't know. But my point is with Wally West. Is you're gonna say okay, we're gonna bring in Wally West because we want to create racial diversity. So instead of making him the you know the ginger guy that everybody loves, yeah, he's a, he's now this uh, you know he's a he's he's a race, he's an ethnic teenager. Yeah. Okay, if you want to create a character who's an ethnic teenager, that you want to create diversity, let's create a new character. Yeah, exactly. There's absolutely, and then on top of that, you know what's even more racist is if you bring him in. And he's just Wally West. The only thing you've changed is it's that he's the color, is the of, color his of his skin. But he has the same exact personality. That's completely ignoring any possibilities of what... I'm sorry. You're right. not going to have the same character from... But but anyways, what I was getting to about the TV show. Yeah. So the TV show is all about Barry Allen, whatever. Uh, they announced... Well, let, me, let me say this about, uh, about the whole black superhero thing, too. I feel like you're right. Like, all they're doing is they're taking a character that people already like... Because they're like, that's tried and that's true. We know that people are going to respond to this. And they're just slapping a different, you know, ink color on it, if you will, right? Yeah. And they're they're not, you know, if they took some time and, and created a compelling character, you know, they, they'd have a good time. Like, people want new superheroes that are, are well-written and stuff. They're just having a hard time doing it. And maybe there's just not, there's not that many writers out there who can write a compelling like black or Latin yeah. character. You you know if you want to create you know if you want to get a great black or Latin character in DC Comics or an Asian Why one? doesn't Static Shock have a shock have a fucking solo series anymore? Like yeah. you canceled it. Yeah. Uh Mr. Terrific, you canceled it. Yeah. Batwing, you canceled it. Mm-hmm. The point is they they don't you don't promote it. They don't promote it at all. Static Shock would have been great. You put the fuck but it was a fucking clusterfuck of a a series on it, but the second that it got canceled, they fucking bailed on the character. They, they, he's not he's not showing up anywhere. Yeah, they just stopped stopped altogether. Exactly, and the character that that took years for that character to even be introduced into shit. They've had yeah. they've had the rights to him for a while, and they weren't yeah. doing shit with him. And that's right. a great character with a huge fan base. I'm hoping that they do a good job with uh, Luke Cage the the, the uh, series. Well, the series that they're doing on Netflix. Yeah, because I really like Luke Cage. Um, you know when he first started out. 
know, I, I didn't read a, a whole lot of it, but when he got into like the Secret Avengers and stuff like that, he was really cool. You know, he was looking out for his family and stuff yeah. like that. I really liked him. Luke Cage. So Luke Cage and Iron Fist started out in the uh, Heroes for Hire series, right? And uh, or it was Power Man and Iron Power Fist, Man, and then yeah. Heroes for Hire. Um, I really kind of hope that they embrace the fact that it was like a super seventies campy thing. Yeah. Um, and so. I hope that it's this. It's the series it's that they do on Netflix are actually like intentionally 70s, campy. Yeah. Like the like Iron Fist should le- legitimately just be a fucking martial arts movie. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, like Kill Bill style, like really uh, like homagey living weapons and yeah. stuff. Well, there was a cool. yeah. I mean, they had a, they had a whole Iron Fist solo series that to draw from where there was some really cool stuff. About, oh yeah, like, the old Iron Fist and the, stuff. Uh, what was that one called? It was some, the something Iron Fist, the Invisible Iron Fist. Invincible Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. good. Like okay. It. So, anyways, the reason I was bringing up the Flash TV show, though, sure, is uh, just yesterday I saw they have announced that they have cast someone to play Linda Park. Now, Linda Park, if uh, you're not familiar with Flash comics, was for the entirety of Wally West, for most of Wally West's run as the Flash, that was his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, later, his wife, followed by the mother of his children, <laughs> Linda Park West, amazing character, developed fully just. Below, just I, you know, almost I almost love her that character as much as I love Wally West, yeah. just because it was such an integral part of those comics that I grew up with. Linda Park is now going to be on the Flash TV show. Now, as, wait, 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 as a love interest for Barry Allen, you've given him everything. Yeah, like fuck you, DC. At this let, point, let me play devil's advocate here for okay. a second. Now, I, we mentioned last week that there is the Flash TV show. Correct, right? With yeah. that, which exists in the Arrow universe, and I quite enjoy Arrow. I will. I do enjoy that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, and then they have cast now the Flash in the uh, the superhero gangbang that is going to be the Batman Superman movie, right? Did they announced who it is. Yep, they did. Is it, it Scoot McNary? Um, I don't know who it is. It's some guy I've never heard of. But what if? What if they are doing all this with Barry Allen only to have him be replaced by Wally West from the Justice League movie? That might be kind of interesting. Here's the thing. That would require DC making a good move. (laughs) It's like, oh, Barry Allen's taken out, but Wally West is going to take the helm and then overall steal his girlfriend and live his life. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I'm... I'm not a, I'm not a big DC guy, but I you know I enjoy the Flash and yeah. you know I enjoy you know, some of these other characters. But I, I always theorized that. Uh, see, the thing is, the problem is DC. They have no self recognition. They all true. are. Conv- they've convinced themselves that they're doing right. Yeah, they're not. We. I haven't read it. I haven't bought a DC comic book in about four years now. Yeah, just since the new Fifty Two. I just I can't do it. They've yeah. had. They've had. I think Mar- Marvel is is doing everything right. They're really pandering to their you know to their audience. You know, they're really saying, like, look, what's something you guys want? You guys want a, like, a cheeky, funny, you know, movie well, that uh, relates to the comics? If you're, especially if we're talking movies, the Avengers are, and uh, Iron Man, all those movies, what they did really well is Marvel had the faith in their characters to be like, hey, the origins of these characters are what we ha- they were. We're going to go with them. Yeah. You know, sometimes they change little things like the right. magic and science thing in Thor. Or like Iron Man's like in he's, Afghanistan. Oh, he's not. It's, it's, Modernized it, it a little bit. Exactly. It's Afghanistan over Iraq or uh, over Vietnam. Oh, right. whatever. Of course. That makes sense. It would be weird if he was in Vietnam. But they do it still where it's very true to their characters. <laughs> they don't have to gritty them up. They don't have to darken it up. They don't have to try to reimagine the whole thing. 
it's pretty much like you're seeing the comic book. You're seeing, and then you, you're seeing the character that they write in the comics every day up on the screen. And right. it's you, you know. So there's no. That's what you're paying for. You don't. You don't leave the movie going. Well, they, well, they clearly, you know, it's like watching the X Men movies. It's like, yeah, that's a movie. Yeah, I love the X Men, but at the same time, it's not. I'm not watching a movie where you know it's where Wolverine I'm the and Rogue and life. Yeah. these guys fighting. It's I'm just seeing a bunch of characters who they clearly knew the names of them yeah. and nothing beyond that. Right. And it's like very. And then, but the but DC takes it a step further where they really just like. They have no faith in their characters, and they show it. And then at the same time, they're not. It doesn't seem like they're not making a movie to attract the guys who they're already they're already selling comic books to. They're making movies to try to attract the people who aren't buying their comic books. Here's the thing: you you have a huge industry on comic books. People are going to go see these fucking movies anyways. You might as well pander to the people, yeah, who are already supporting you. Right. Exactly. Well, one thing I I think about DC too is they're taking they're taking the general idea of a character and completely rewriting it for today. You know, like. You know, going back to Man of Steel, right? Yeah. Which I know you hated. And John Gallagher last week also hated it. And I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. But that's besides the point. By the I, way, when Gallagher was here, did you guys just rub beards together? <laughs> we talked about it, yeah. Okay, good. good. <laughs> hey, John here. Beat me in fantasy football this week, too. It was ah, really great. Good. It was bittersweet. With, with the John Gallagher's. <laughs> with the John Gallagher's. Um, but it's one a good, thing, good team name, John Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, I know. One thing um, that I think they did with Man of Steel was they said, okay, we know what Superman does, right? Who his powers are and stuff like that. Let let's 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 Zack Snyder it and just and just make it completely like let's they, remove all color from external shots. They, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just lowered lowered the saturation by quite a bit. So what they did is, um, you know, they took the character that they have the basic outline for and just let someone go wild with it. And I think that's kind of what DC is doing with a lot of these ones. Now, I do have hope for this new Batman Superman movie because I believe in like having the Dark Knight Batman. I believe in Ben Affleck. I believe yeah, me too. I don't think he's going to let him tie his name to a Ben huge Affleck. Piece of shit. Well, yeah, just remember he just won an Oscar with Argo. Uh-huh. Uh, he's probably up for one with Gone Girl. I stopped to see that one. He, yeah. I think he's, he only acted in it, but he's still like it's really good. Great. Yeah, he, his, he's revitalizing his career currently, and he signed on to do this primarily because he's a Batman fan. Right. And he's already – one, he has a fucking Oscar for screenwriting. Sure. And on top of that, he wrote Argo and all these things. He's a good writer, and he's a good director, and I don't – I have faith that he wouldn't go onto that set if he had if he thought that they were going to fuck it up. Correct. And so I have a feeling – and I think that he's probably got something in his contract that basically he can tell them to like <laughs> – Not fuck, fuck it. it up. Exactly. Well, he already like – he, he signed on. Ben Affleck shall reserve the right to at any point in this movie – Prevent the initiating parties from not fucking it up. <laughs> exactly. Well, also, as he signed on and he had said, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get to uh, take a look at the script. Yeah. And they, the movie was supposed to come out like a year earlier. Right. And then it got pushed back an entire year. Sure. Because he sent it to get the guy who wrote Argo to rewrite it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, have, I have high hopes. My, my only concern is how many – every day I look at Facebook – with the cinema blend or whatever, yeah, and I see who they're adding to this movie, and that worries me, because it's like the Avengers only worked because each one had had their own movie previously, or at least been hinted to in a movie, right? What's great about the, the all the movies leading up to the Avengers too is that they're all unique. They're all they have their own tone to them, exactly. And then the but, Avengers was so great because it was it was it wasn't a director who did any of the movies prior, right? 
And then at the same time, he did a great job of incorporating all of the tones of their movies into it. Yeah. But without overshadowing anyone. I mean, yeah, exactly. you know, Thor doesn't get as much play as he could. Sure. But hopefully he'll have the best line in this next movie. Yeah. It's an old story where Ultron, uh, they burst down a wall and he just says, Ultron will have words with thee. Yeah. If he doesn't say that in this movie, oh. I'm going to fucking kill things. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I love Thor. I love when he says something badass like that. Also, Cap has some cool lines in, in comics. Like, uh, my favorite one ever is, do you think this letter on my forehead stands no. for France? <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into Ultimate look, Captain America. Look, the story was shit, but that was awesome. <laughs> I but want that on a t-shirt. But it's, it's, it's Cap wouldn't, okay, regular. Cap wouldn't decapitate someone with his shield? Is that what you're trying to say? He didn't even decapitate him. He sliced him in half. I thought he was, like, on his head. Maybe it was, yeah, he, like, maybe cut it was him in the, half. Maybe he was in the middle. But he was definitely, like, jamming the shield down on it. Well, okay, that's Ultimate Cap. Ultimate yeah. Cap is, like, regular Captain America on on steroids. Right. Um, regular, Any of the Ultimates regular, are Yeah, kind of pretty weird. much. Yeah. Regular 616 Captain America. There's no way he would do that. Oh, absolutely not. No, I mean, not even just the... He wouldn't chop a dude in half with his he shield. He just wouldn't say that. He wouldn't say that. that is... <laughs> but it's just like, that's that one panel. He's got, like, blood running out of his nose, mask's a little torn a little bit, and he's, like, spittles flying out of his mouth. I just... I was like, man, that guy drawing that had the best time. The, be- the best was there was a... During Civil War, there was a Spider-Man comic where yeah. P- uh, Spider-Man's talking to Captain America about, like, which side to be on and all that shit. Yeah. And he starts talking about, like, what America stands, used to stand for and what freedom stands for. And it's all about, like, he's like, no, this is all about, you know, do, standing up for what you believe in is right. And when the government and the media and the public, they tell you, you tell, they tell you to move, you plant yourself like a tree on the river of truth and you say, no, you move. Yeah. And if they end up doing civil war and he doesn't do that speech, I'm going to be pissed. I know. He's, that, that's like, that's the Captain America that I enjoy, you know. And, um. You know, the Ultimates just takes the action part of it, but not not so much like the you know the guy who stands up for what's right no matter what kind of thing. And that's why, yeah, I, he, like I think he did it a while. He denounced America once he was, became nomad, yep. man without a country. Yep. yep. Uh, but the whole point was, it's always it was never about being you know an icon for America as much as it was just the ideals of what America is supposed right. to be about freedom and truth and all that. Exactly. I've also always said is Superman says like you know I fight for truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah. By saying it should be truth, justice, the American way, with a comma there, implying that truth and justice are part of the American way. Yeah. But Superman is a little cleverer than that, so it's truth, justice, and the American way, implying that truth and justice are not virtues of the American way. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to say capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I've ever truth, justice, and capitalism in a ruling clash. Yeah. <laughs> and, and lower taxes for the rich. <laughs> um. So we mentioned the oh, Avengers. Oh man, I would love I would love a comic book where <laughs> we randomly find out that certain comic book characters have like really weird fucking politics. Politics, yeah. Like Superman's just randomly a tea partier. Yeah, exactly. Don't tread on me. He's got the big like the big po- uh, flag in the Fortress of Solitude. You're like, that's weird, Superman. You're a weird dude. <laughs> He's like, I am from Kansas. I, am I remind from Kansas. you. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, oh, oh that makes sense. I guess that makes I sense. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we talked a little bit about the Avengers. Everyone's talking now about the Avengers 2 trailer that just got released. Marvel basically said, fuck it, it leaked already. Here you go, guys. I liked uh, the way that their Twitter handled it. They just said, damn it, Hydra. Damn it, Hydra. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, and that's, uh, again. Again, Marvel, across the board, just, you're just... 
Just winning. You, you get it. Yeah, exactly. So in the uh, in the trailer, we see Ultron. Um, they used a lot of the footage that uh, we saw at um, Comic Con, um, but definitely saw more of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like they're going to be bad guys, yeah. but they're going to be good guys, probably. Did you ever doubt that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's obviously what's going to happen. Just like in the comics, they kind of bounce back and forth. Oh, uh, they fight for a minute, and then they realize they're on the same time and team up. Uh, obviously. Um, but one thing that a lot classic of classic comics, you know, people it's really be exactly like in the beginning of Avengers when they fight for a minute and then team up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's going to be uh, people have been really picking apart that trailer to find little bits and pieces of what they think could happen. Yeah. And one is, you know, Ultron coating himself in vibranium. Right. And then Andy Serkis is actually going to be in it. And he looks like uh, I forget what the guy's name is, but one of the one of the bad villains from the Black theory Panther. is that he's claw claw. That's it. Yeah. Claw, who, if you've never seen Claw before, has no claws. Yep. Uh, he just has a it's sound just, dish on his yes, hand. It's just like a German guy, though, yeah. or something like that. Look up Claw. Claw's pretty great. Yeah. Also, if you ever read, uh, if you ever read um, Secret, Secret War, he's pretty funny in it because he's just kind of running around being there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, they're talking about maybe going to Wakanda, which is where the Black Panther lives. And so uh, maybe they're talking about introducing my one, him. My one problem with introducing Black Panther... Is that they had Dijman Hansu in Star in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy right. already, and yeah. there was and no Idris actor Elba in Thor. <laughs> exactly. So, while I'm sure like Tyrese Gibson would make an awesome, I'm kidding when I say that. Yeah. But I like I don't know who, quite who they would cast. I mean, should we tell Egypt for? <laughs> I guess is the last like really awesome. Yeah. Should we tell? Should we tell? Be great. But just it's Dijman Hansu. He already has the like the accent I, and everything. <laughs> he I, I am Black Panther. I am Black Panther. Yeah, I know. God, I must defend Wakanda. I know. He would be so great. Maybe Eddie Murphy doing the... Uh, I am T'Challa. Coming to America. <laughs> yeah! Right? That'd be funny. Eddie Murphy's staging for a comeback. He needs it. Yeah, actually. he does. He should be Black Panther. Well, you know, he I'm was... Saying, uh, I'm putting my foot down. In Inglorious Bastards. You know what they're going to do? What? They're going to make Black Panther white. <laughs> no, because they're not there's, DC. There's, they're not, not, there's, not not enough, there's not enough compelling white characters <laughs> There's a uh, <laughs> fuck. I, I think it was it was just a Marvel What If, but it was like a joke one. Yeah. What if Black Panther was white? Yeah. And so he, it's, they're all hanging out, and Black Panther takes off his hood, and he's just like blonde hair, blue eyes, yeah. and everyone's just like, "Whoa, ooh, we uh, inappropriate." He's like, "I'm South African." Yeah. And everyone's like, "But we like we thought, you know, thought you were black. Um, you're, you're Black Panther." He's like, "She's Black Widow." Well, yeah. Well, I still have the powers of a panther and super agility. He doesn't have any powers. He's just got a super dope suit with some vibranium in it. Yeah. I thought he had like some I thought he had like the spirit of the panther or something. Oh yeah, there's like all this spiritual stuff. Yeah. He uses magic potions or something. He actually changed his name from Black Panther for a little while. Because he was like, I don't quite agree with the Black Panthers. <laughs> like like the, yeah, political, the, the political group. group yeah. mm-hmm. There's also a I'm a I'm like a I'm like an armchair white panther. Okay. It's a when a Ue, was it UEP Newman? Was uh, he was interviewed once, and somebody said, "What do you, what, what do you think of white uh, like white people who want to support the Black Panthers?" And he goes, "Well, they can." He's like, "Well, they can't join the Black Panthers." He's like, well, "What do you want? What, what if they want to support you?" He's like, well, "They can start the White Panthers." So there is actually an organization called Panthers. the White Panthers, which is white people for the advancement of black people. Yep, I joined that. Sounds fun. The logo is just the Black Panther logo, but it's white. Oh God! It's like this seems racist. Yeah, it seems a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, so the new trailer does look really cool. We see the Hulk, Hulk Buster. Buster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So obviously it sounds we like see, um, the Hulk is going to get out, a little out of control. You see Mark Ruffalo kind of like sweating it out. Yeah, not and we also hot. see uh, the Hulk and like Scarlet Witch having like a Franker- Frankenstein with a flower yeah, moment. Yeah, with like, you know, putting their hands together and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. I wonder what's I going on there. They're going to do this. They're gonna, oh, gosh. They're going to do this. He would kill her. He would He would kill her with it. Seamus is making a very, like, uh, suggestive, super erotic, graphic, graphic uh, hand gesture. But, yeah, yeah, that that would destroy her. I really hope that he's, like, she's, like, reaches out for his hand. He, like, reaches out for hers, and they kind of... They he just tosses her. Yeah, and then, well, like, no, and then she, like, she, like, puts her hand on his, and then he kind of, like, tries to just hold her hand and accidentally crushes her entire arm. <gasps> and then he goes angry. And then he goes even angrier. Yeah, so um, I think that's going to, you know, uh, kind of lead into um, maybe Iron Man thinking that, you know, hey, these guys need to be controlled a little bit, you know, um, and maybe lead to the Registration Act. And, yeah, you know, and I think they're talking stuff. they're talking potential of, like, a planet. They keep hinting that they might do, like, Planet Hulk or something, but I don't. I, think, I don't know. I think people would I think people would like it if they do it well. I, the problem with doing Planet Hulk is if you know the storyline, he is, he is the Hulk the whole time. Right, so Mark Ruffalo would you would have very be little. wasting the fact that you have a great actor as the Hulk. Yeah, well, they, you know, knowing them, they might they might change it up a little bit and have him kind of go back to his, and he's kind of hiding it from the yeah. from the characters, you know, especially his really super big hot warrior lady wife that he finds on Planet Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be really bummed though that they don't have the Silver Savage. You know, that would, yeah. that would be kind of a bummer. But I would think if they did that. They could probably get like Drax the Destroyer to kind of replace that character or something, something like, like that. that. You know, I'm sure they'd have a well, little. Well, they're character. not allowed to. They can't use the Silver Surfer because he's owned by a Fox. Fox. Yeah, I know. Which Although is they're ending, so Marvel Comics is ending the Fantastic Four comic book, mm-hmm. and Until... I think Sony announced that if the Sinister Six, I think, spinoff yeah. doesn't go well, they're considering just selling Spider-Man back to Marvel. Yeah, well, I don't think the Sinister Six movie is going to do well because it's a movie about a bunch of bad guys that no one gives a shit about without Spider-Man. No, here's the thing. You can make a fucking awesome Sinister Six movie. Are they smart enough to do that? No. No. Yeah. It's like I've been saying also. It's like they keep saying, oh, we don't know if Hawkeye can carry a solo movie. Yes, he can. You just need to not do it like any of the other movies you've done. Do it like the Hawkeye solo series where it's all about him being a regular dude in his like random apartment in Soho yeah. trying to like pay his rent and shit and right it's um and it's awesome and getting into fucking trouble with the tracksuit mafia who calls everyone bro bro hey bro hey bro yeah so i'm very excited about avengers 2 it looks very good and again i have complete faith in marvel they haven't they have yet to let me down like um you know fox has been you know up and down with their shit i mean i i really enjoyed the wolverine the wolverine was great days of future past days of future past was pretty good have his uh, DVD of that come out yet? Yeah, I have it in the living room. Do they have the deleted scenes? Cause I, keep I haven't he- watched it yet. We, can, I keep- we can check it out. Yes. Because I keep hearing there's a deleted scene where it's Magneto, Professor X, and Iceman trying to save Rogue. Ooh, yeah. I, I think I heard about uh, that one, and that's why you know her whole scene got cut, basically. But, yeah. But um, I haven't watched it yet. I have. I just bought it, and then I immediately went on a trip, and I still haven't watched Where'd it Where'd you yet. go? Went duck hunting. It was really fun. I misheard that. I, I, I thought you said like duck hunting, and I was like, "Where is that?" Duck hunting. No, I went, I went duck hunting. You went duck hunting. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. With duck hunt dog. Yep. My dog. Ah. His name is Luke. Oh. 
Um, does he throw exploding cans of dog food when you hit B? Nope, he does not. Hmm. I still haven't played that game yet. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and uh, but yeah, so uh, and obviously this Fantastic Four movie is going to blow ass. It sounds so bad. Here's the thing: watch it just be good. No, it's not. It's not. I have no faith it will not, be. Yeah, but that'd be fine. But just as a fan of chaos, I and just I just get out of that. I'm like, well, I wanted to hate it, but goddamn, if I didn't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can already tell you it'll be bad because the only way you could correctly make a Fantastic Four movie yeah. is the exact opposite of, of what they're apparently doing. Oh, they're doing. Let's see. You first off, you've changed the origin of everybody. Okay. Uh, Incorrect. Bad move. Uh, you know, the, we've already talked. The Johnny Storm is black. His sister is white. Okay. Just on every okay. level, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, then on top of that, it's set in modern day, which is going to be stupid. They're apparently going for edgy and dark. Uh, it's stupid. stupid. Now, here's how you make a Fantastic Four movie. Everybody get your pens and pencils, uh, ex- studio executives, because I know you're listening. Okay, ready? Fantastic Four. You said it in the 60s. Yeah. You embrace the fact it's campy as shit. Right. You know, you put Reed Richards in his fucking, you know, bow ties and sweater vests. You make him, you know, the, the, patch, of the patches on the elbows. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You give him his pipe. The point is, you set it in the fucking 60s, you have him fight Mole Man and Giganto, like, make it as campy as possible, make it an embrace of that. Yeah, but with modern graphics and stuff like that, because, you know, it would be fun. And I don't think, I think everything's trying to be too modernized, and and they're doing a bad job of um, taking something that started there and trying to make that happen now well it's also it's the reason that they're canceling the fantastic four series the people have had a really hard time writing the fantastic four because they try to make them something they're not which is you know they try to make it like they're edgy and they're dark or they try to involve them in like what else is going on in the marvel universe they try to put in other characters and then jonathan hickman had this run a while back that was really great and it's because the whole story it's just about it's a family and it's about this family trying to stay together but at the same time it's also just about fucking wacky adventures and science Right. So give us a campy movie that's super sciencey and like super nerdy. Yeah. But campy and all just about wacky adventures. Yeah. With familyness. Yeah. I mean, you can have you can have some, you know, uh you can have Doctor Doom in there if you want and make it, you know, and make that be kind yeah, of the big you, bad guy, but but you, you don't even need Doom. Yeah. Like there's so many other it's going to be Doom again though. That's the thing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But you don't need Doom. You just Oh, I also I don't think they even get their pla- their powers from going into space. It's no, like it's failed. a lab experiment, <sighs> which gives them all different powers. I just, I just, I just, uh, yeah. It, it just sounds sound, bad. It just sounds it just sounds bad. Generally bad. Just everything about it's bad. But um, what does sound good is the Avengers too. So uh, watch out for that one. That one sounds like. And Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. And Benedict Cumberbatch has just been announced as Doctor Strange. So I will be very excited to see that because that guy seems like he can't do a bad movie. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, I was like, when I heard that he was rumored for it, I was like, man, that's just too good. That'd be too good. I know. Well, I was kind of skeptical. I just thought that was people like, you know, wishing. I was like, okay, I get it, Tumblr. It would be be perfect. (laughs) It would be. I get it. Not going to happen. Super happened. Yeah, super happened. So great job. I'm I'm excited. Homie's about to be up for an Oscar for this fucking imitation game, apparently. What's, What's that? He's uh he's in the movie about uh, Alan Turing, 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 um guy. It's the guy who broke the Enigma code. Ooh. But uh, E, Mister E, Mister E Enigma, Edward Enigma, Edward Enigma. <laughs> I love how Batman. He is the greatest detective. He is the world's greatest detective. <laughs> he detected the shit out of that he riddle. Did. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, it's about it's he's uh, it's about the guy who broke the uh, Enigma code, which was during World War II. It was what uh, the Nazis were using. Yeah. Um, and so he just he broke the code. He was this huge mathematician, but the thing was, he was also um, he was gay, and it was illegal to be gay in England at the time. So actually, after he broke the Enigma code, he got no he got <laughs> oh he no went. he got no credit for it, and then they sentenced him to death. Oh wow! They made him drink poison. Wow. So. Man, England is crazy. Yeah, England's a bunch of dicks, and yeah. then so it's actually kind of cool that they're making a movie because it's not that well well known of a story. But so apparently it hasn't he come fucking out yet. he yeah, yeah it hasn't I just come out make yet. Sure, it's not a movie. But apparently, early. early reports are he fucking kills it. He's like a front runner for like a best actor or something. Yeah. So every make out with dudes, it's a uh, it's a uh, and shoots you, you up there. Uh, and okay, here's die, the thing: and if Benedict Cumberbatch makes out with a dude in this movie, the internet will Tumblr will explode. Yeah. Like a million girls are just gonna. Hit just, puberty. It's gonna be like if the brothers on Supernatural made out. Like they're just gonna be like, "Oh, this wasn't. We don't actually know how to comprehend this actually happening." What? Yeah, I know. I love Supernatural. I just started watching it again. Speaking of, speaking of Tumblr, Homestuck's finally resumed um, updating. Oh, there you go. Well, it's two years. Oh they, wow! They stopped it for two years. Just they they stopped it for two years. Then they came back just like two days ago, and they were like, "Hey, here's like." like 10 or 15 pages and then he's like and beginning of november i'm gonna post like another huge update oh cool which is really cool because this thing needs to end because it's been it, it's, it's been already long longer than fucking ulysses yeah and then it's still nowhere near done and he took two years to just say i'm gonna fucking finish this whole thing That's and cool. i'm so embarrassed that i'm geeking out about this because the entire fan base is it. the weirdest weirdest yeah. people oh i've seen them <sighs> really depressing yeah but well, I, but I thought it was pretty great. As he he posted like ten pages, and in the course of those ten pages, managed to kill ninety percent of the characters left in the story. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, uh, if all goes to plan, this will air on Halloween. So if you're listening to it now, Happy Halloween! Um, and one, watch out for ca- apples with razor blades in them. Yeah, I know. But uh, try to get those apples with heroin in them because that's hey, that's free, dope, free free drugs. Those are dope apples. They are dope. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, talking smack. <laughs> talking smack with Seamus and Cody. Um, but yeah, so uh what are what are some of your favorite like Halloween memories and traditions and things like that? You know, what's something you have to do every year? One thing I have to do every year. I don't know. I started that sentence without actually an ending to that sentence. Oh, okay. I don't well, really have a thing I do every year. Well, one thing but, I one thing I like is like I love that show Hocus Pocus. I don't know why, but it's like the only time Sarah Jessica Parker was hot. And then when the guy it, like it was because I could excuse her nose because yeah, I just assumed it was nose, makeup. Which nose? Yeah, I know. No makeup at all. No. But then um, was also all her, baby. when that one dude like cuts his mouth open, I was like, oh fuck! That was like, like that was on the Disney Channel, and that was there's very people who consistently tell me that I look like the fucking dude, the dead dude yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Maybe a little. It makes me sad. They tell me that all the time. Yeah. You look, you look yeah. like a dead person. No, um, my, uh, my, con- the, the, so when I was a kid, I was Indiana Jones like every other year. I was Indiana Jones too. Cause I, I, I had the official hat. Yeah. And so, Very cool. and I had like this like pleather jacket that my sister owned and so it actually had like fucking like flowers on the inside of it but I didn't care it was a leather jacket so I, yeah. I was Indiana Jones I uh, was Indiana Jones and my my baby sister we dressed her up as a what's her name Marion so we put put her in the white dress and then snakes all over her like rubber snakes that's awesome and so we just wheeled her around <laughs> we, we used to claim my brother was a was short round we just gave him a fucking oh that's hand. awesome 
But uh, my only the only other costume I've ever done like consistently was was Ted Theodore Logan. Okay. From um, Bill and Ted. Okay. Yeah. Just because every time I have long hair, if I don't feel like cutting my hair, you just yeah look like him. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, I'll just be Ted again. Yeah. And so I've been. It's, I've it's been like, Ted. I've been Ted four years now. It's like me and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I just throw on sunglasses in my dog shirt, and people just fucking go crazy. I have no idea what I'm doing for Halloween this year. I don't either. I I actually have it off. I have, I, have me- to work. I have a meeting the next day at seven in the morning. So oh, fuck that. Yeah, go hard. So I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. No, I Halloween. To, I have to work tonight on Halloween. Yeah. Um. Since I guess this is airing on Halloween. Um. No, I have to work. I have to work both of my jobs on Halloween. Oh, fine. And one of them is I have to anchor the news on yeah. Halloween. But I'm allowed to do it in costume, so I need to come up with like the perfect costume I can anchor the news in. Ron Burgundy. I did. I feel like that's too obvious. I know. I'm Ron Burgundy. I am Ron Burgundy. A part of I'm, me really wants to just... I'm Brian Fantana. People call me the Bry Man. <laughs> well, what I was thinking of doing was... Um, I was thinking about doing it as Magnum P.I. just because it's a really easy costume for yeah. me. But the other one I'm thinking about doing is... Uh, but I don't think anyone would get this one. Is dress up as Ira Glass and then do the entire uh, the entire news segment with... Yeah. Hello, no. hello, I'm Ira Glass, and uh, you're listening to This American Life. Today we're going to be talking about Halloween. It's a spooky holiday. Holiday. We have a couple people here. We're going to share their thoughts on it. Uh, now, it's a really, it's a very interesting, very fancy uh, topic. Uh, it's very dated back to. Uh, it's very, very culturally uh, significant. It is Halloween. We are talking Halloween. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there'd be like two guys who would get it and fucking love you for it. The rest of the people just would be like, "What's going on?" I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. Um, I actually wanted to go as the traveler from um, from Destiny, which uh, if, for any of our friends who have played Destiny, it's just it's that big ball you see on the on the front cover that looks like the moon. It's not the moon; it's something called the Traveler. We don't know what it is, but apparently it saved humanity and it's responsible for our advancement in technology. Yeah. So I wanted to just put a big white ball on my head. The annoying thing right now is that I'm stuck in the. Uh, I don't want to shave my beard, so I need to think of a costume that works. That with has my beard. the beard. I know. Welcome to my world. It's like there's so many costumes that would be cool if I didn't have a beard. Exactly. But I do. So like I could easily just do uh, I could do Jesse Custer from Preacher again. <laughs> but I don't feel like it's also it's, I have to work at the restaurant. And so they're like, you can do anything that's like appropriate for work. Right. So I can't do anything. Any of the slutty costumes. which fuck bullshit. Uh, You know, it was really funny. So we had that uh, rule at work, too. And there's this one guy named Donovan who's he's a cool guy. But he's very, very gay. And he dressed up as Uhura from Star Trek. Yeah. And he came to work straight up in drag. It was the best. Dude, that kid, that guy's dope. That guy is dope. I was just like, damn, that's hella sick. You know what I realized? Is, I, I, I think they made him change at one point. I'm like, oh, man, come on. That's that's ignorant. You know, I, I think it's funny. Is everyone always makes fun of the, like, the slutty costumes and things like that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't care. I think it's really. I think it, that's one of my favorite things about Halloween. It's just that it's really funny when people. One is when people get clever about yeah. it and they're like, "Oh, I'm sexy Popeye" or something like something yeah. really that like, just shouldn't be have a sexy version. Right. Hilarious. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sexy. You know, fucking Freddy car- Krueger. I'm sexy carrot. Like that's <laughs> shit stupid. And <laughs> I it's thought like, you were about to say sexy Carrie. I'm like, that puts a different spin on that movie. It does. Like, why is she so unpopular? Because she's just too hot. She's too hot. She's just too hot. I don't like her. She's too hot. Her mom's just really supportive and really good looking. She just inherited really great genes. She's just really hot. And psychic powers. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking got the whole package. Yeah, the whole package. 
No, it's, it's so when people show up at a party and you're and you see somebody and they're wearing, just wearing like the slutty out of first off, nobody actually, barely anybody actually fucking wears those. Yeah. But still, somebody's like, oh, I'm slutty. This it's like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. I don't care. The ones that really piss me off is you always see girls at, around Halloween. Oh, I'm going to a costume party. Uh, I I bought a I bought a mask and then I dressed kind of like, you know, kind of kind of nice or whatever. I put on a different outfit. Well, what are you? I don't know. I'm just wearing this mask and I'm just wearing this mask. Yeah. Dude, not no, even, not even an idea. Like, at least just say, like, fucking put on a robe and be like, I'm one of the guys from Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> dope. Yeah. Dope. Awesome. Why do I keep saying dope? God. I drink a lot of coffee. I think Dude. it makes me say dope a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'll say, Eyes Wide Shut, talk, speaking of, like, Halloween scary movies, Eyes Wide Shut terrified me. When I watched that movie, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, saw the parents bring it home. You know, I'm like, ooh, Stanley Kubrick. I'm going to watch this shit. NC-17. I'm going to watch this shit. And so I watched it, or maybe it wasn't NC-17, maybe it was just Hard R or whatever. But I watched that movie at the end, I'm like, holy shit, those guys ruined Tom Cruise's life. They ruined it. Ruined it. And it's just like, all he wanted to do was see some titties. So the first time I ever watched it, I was like 12. Yeah. And I watched it because there's titties. Of course. all about the titties in it. I was like, fucking yeah, titties. Yeah. Yeah. Then... When I was watching it, because I was watching it, it was on like HBO, and I'm watching it, and my dad walks in and sees me watching it, and I'm not doing anything. I'm just kind of watching it and being like, yeah, yeah titties. <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, is this Eyes Wide Shut? I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, it's a good movie. Just walked away. He just assumed that I was a film fan. Right. He's like, oh, he's just watching a Kubrick movie. Okay, right, not weird at all. But I was watching it for boobies. Right. But then years later, I went back and I rewatched it's, it again. It's a good movie. And I was like, oh, shit, this is really good. Oh, it's terrifying, though. It's just it, the psychological aspect yeah. of it. When, but it's also when like, everyone's oh, these are everyone, terrible like, people. Everyone, like, knows who he is and stuff. Oh, so scary. Man, fucking good movie. Not, not a traditional scary movie, but I fucking enjoyed that. One of my favorite scary movies of all time is Event Horizon. Like, I don't know why, but there's a couple scenes in that movie that just fucking terrify me every time I see it. I'm just like, God, so creepy. Sam Neill is just a, he's just a weirdo. He's just a weirdo. He's, he's, he's he plays so evil. He, he does. You know, that movie is kind of like uh, Dead Space. It's almost the same yeah, premise. Yeah, it is. You know, where the crew kind of like turns evil because of this weird space demon thing. Space yeah, I have to space watch hell. that movie again. I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. It's on Netflix. Um. When I was a little kid, I did Han Solo before, too. And again, dragging the baby sister into it because yeah. she was small. Uh, we put the buns on her head and let her be Princess Leia and just rolled her around in a little cart. Fuck yeah. I also play, I also uh, dressed up as Joe Montana several times. Once as a 49er and once as a Kansas City Chief. Oh, Booyah. yeah. Booyah. Very nice. Yeah, I know. Fucking deep cuts. That is a deep cut. <laughs> right? Yeah. I I actually have an autographed picture from him from... His chief days, which is cool. I, when, uh, I went to the Niners Chiefs game, and yeah. uh, I went with my buddy who actually was wearing his. He, oh, wore, he yeah. wore his Montana Chiefs jersey. There you go. That's awesome. By the way, at that game, they booed Alex Smith, and I immediately denounced my Niners fandom. Yeah, moment. <laughs> booed Alex Smith, and then supported Colin Crappernick. It wasn't even that. It was just hey, you, you don't I just realize something. Christian's not here. We can talk sports. We can talk sports. Ba, 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 so, so, yeah. So, anyways, ba, if we're gonna talk, ba, ba, talk, ba, ba. talk about the Niners. Like first off. I'm sorry. My whole like half my section booed Alex Smith. You don't boo a guy who got who got the raw steal of the yeah, ball. Yeah, the raw steal. Like he gets who basically got treated like Montana. He gets demoted <laughs> and then shipped off and just treated shit. Yeah, you know, and then 
still manages to go he literally and be super respectful never says a word about it when he gets demoted right. and people would like give him like leading questions like trying to get him to talk shit on Harbaugh right. and the team and he has been nothing but a class act he's had nothing but nice yeah. things to say about the city he's been super supportive which i will say is the exact they it's like watching the joe montana story again except you know alex smith wasn't as good as montana obviously but who was nobody yeah right maybe maybe t braids by the end of his career <laughs> Maybe I don't know. He ain't no Joe Cool. <laughs> I know Joe Cool, comeback kid. But um, but literally, like you know, his his the season that he was playing when he got hurt yeah. was one of his best seasons of all time, right? Yeah. And then, but then they bring in this, you know, oh, the new coach, right? Seaford oh. Harbaugh brings in his so. new hot hot shot rookie kid as a backup, right? And then even when Alex Smith, Joe Montana is healthy again, ready to go back in and finish off the season of his life, they fucking say, no, you're okay. Yeah. You're going to the Chiefs now. Did you see Harbaugh's handshake with Smith at the end of that game? No, I didn't. So uh, they don't even, they barely even touch, like actually have a handshake. He kind of just like grabs his hand slightly, pats him on the back, and just keeps walking. Doesn't even look him in the eyes. Good job, like, buddy. Can't, uh, look, fuck can't off even now. look him in the eyes. I know. Which I feel really bad about. Like exactly. I was not a big Alex Smith fan, but... No one deserves to be treated like that, especially when they're starting to do good. Expect, yeah, especially when they just stood by your city for eight years yeah, and exactly. put up with all of that shit. Like you des- he deserves to play. A, uh. Yeah, but hey, no, he he's, just he, made me he's sad. got a he's decent doing team. really good with the Kansas he's got a decent right team. Now. Jamal Charles, fucking fucking killing it. it up. Playing the Jets next week, so Ooh, you know, yeah, probably probably do pretty well. You know, Jets got that uh, Percy Harvin now. Traded they over do. There. Yeah, apparently, a, apparently he was too much of an asshole for the Seahawks. So that, uh, that, yeah, he that didn't. He, he didn't like playing with any uh, honkies. Honkies. No, yeah. apparently he's like super racist, and oh, he didn't like playing with right. Russell Wilson because he thought he was like a cracker. Not, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So he's uh, Michael enough. Vick is actually starting ne- this Sunday for, oh, for, for the Jets oh, with Percy Harvin. So uh, perfect team. So perfect team. They're gonna connect on some TDs. <laughs> yeah. But by TDs, I mean Tinder dates. <laughs> Tinder dates. Um, but yeah, and very exciting news also. Uh, by this time, when this airs, we'll know if the Giants have won the World Series or not. I so we are ecstatic slash depressed. We don't know yet. Yeah. So, yeah, Giants are, oh, Giants. Giants. God damn it. So uh, enjoy whichever reaction you see fit when, oh, when you're listening to this. Scared. I'm scared now. I haven't changed, I, I gotta say I haven't changed my clothes in a week. I really need this to work. <laughs> I got to say, it's a really exciting, really exciting series, you know. We blew them out in the game one, right? Then I mean, this is the World Series I wanted to watch. Oh right? yeah, it's very been, exciting. It's back and forth. Yeah, like no team is clearly just dominating. Right, and except the Giants when they dominate. Except like, when they do. Yeah, yeah like, like like last Gi- year. That was yeah. The, I gotta say, like the, I think the Tim Hudson game was the most exciting because it was like a one point game right up until the very end. Until it stopped being that and went into like overdrive on the kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah, well, wasn't the Tim Hudson one the one where they lost, or am I mixing that up? No, they lost the the PV one. They lost the PV one, and they no, they they did lose the Tim Hudson one. Tim Hudson one, yeah, yeah. That I was, think that was one of the more exciting ones where it was just it was like three four at the end or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they very, barely lost. Very, yeah, but the Bumgarner one though. Bumgarner one was great. The second one that was a shutout. <sighs> On fuego. in fuego, in fuego, in fuego. Well, that's enough. By the way, he's only twenty five. I know. What have I been doing? Exactly. I know. He came into my work before, so I've actually met him and I met Pablo Sandoval. And uh, man, first of all, Bumgarner, very tall, very tall person, yeah, stands he's, up above everybody. He's a big dude. 
also, he got kind of mad about us not returning his cell phone when it was like, you know, I don't know, 45 days out of return policy or something. Oh. I'm like, why are you returning it, man? I know you got money. <laughs> also, drives a very big truck. Very he's a, big he's truck. kind of a redneck. Yeah, he sure is. He's a good old boy. Good old boy. And not a very attractive wife or girlfriend or whatever she was. It's his girl. Uh, maybe his wife. Maybe it's his mom. I don't know. She she didn't look very good for a baseball player. Oh. Yeah, I know. Well, didn't you? Do you not remember Moneyball? He's got an ugly girlfriend. We got to draft him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's look up Mrs. Bumgarner. Um, yeah, at least the lady he was walking with. Maybe it's his sister. Sister, I don't know. But anyway, um, enough sports talk. Uh, so Halloween again. I hope everyone has a very safe, but also very intoxicated Halloween, um, because there's there's no better tradition than getting fucked up in costume, right? I'm pretty sure people have been doing that since the dawn of time. You know, you think about that the Greeks used to dress up in fucking masks and shit and get wasted and have sex with each other. That's Halloween. That's Halloween at its very roots. That is very rude. Right? Right? Yeah. Halloween is great. That's the point, though. Yeah. So, hope everybody enjoys it. Feel free to use some of our costumes. Oh, I will say this one thing. Uh, my favorite, My favorite pumpkin carving I've ever seen is the Death Star. Blowing up another pumpkin with the laser. I have seen that. It's pretty dope. That's the yeah, pretty dope. I uh, <laughs> hashtag I actually, dope. Hashtag dope for tonight. <laughs> it's Seamus X Cody. Yeah. Semicolon dope. <laughs> hashtag dope. Um, but yeah, we hope you've been enjoyed this uh, somewhat Halloween special, but very comic book field. I feel we've really gotten back to our our roots on this episode, talking about the comics in the I comic. Just found world. Madison Bumgarner's prom photos. Yeah. That's the one. She's, yeah. Yep. Southern. It's Southern. Very Southern. Um, <laughs> big hair and big everything else. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, I had a pumpkin, I think it was last year, actually. I carved, I, I carved my pumpkin. It was Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I found a, I found a, like a, a I found stencil a kind of thing. Stencil, yeah. That's crazy. Was, I want to see that. That sounds delightful. It was great, except that he looked like a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very ugly woman, like in Billy like Madison. Really ugly woman, like yeah. a Billy Madison where he puts the lipstick <laughs> on. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I know. Well, thank you for bearing with us uh, with just the two of us. I'm. I hope everyone had a. Had a delightful time listening. If you want us to just, you know, kick everyone else off and just, we'll just do this. Just Cody Seamus one-on-one. Just <laughs> the, the let Co- us know. The Cody Seamus show. Cody X Seamus. Cody X Seamus. New uh, concept for a podcast. We, we, we could never kick everyone off. I know. <laughs> they would just show up. I mean, <laughs> they would show up. Brian? Have I have, you know, I haven't talked to him in a minute, but uh, he was doing good last time I talked to him. Good Brian. Good Brian. Um, you know, he, every once in a while he just butts in and he's like, I miss you guys. I'm I've like, seen them. I'm like, hey, Brian. Hey. <laughs> hey, Brian, what are you doing? Thanks for calling, ass. Hey, Brian, let us know you're okay. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, Brian, no let us deal. know you're alive. And uh, to all of our fans, let us know that you're listening. Uh, you know, post, Please. Post on our Facebook. Uh, we like to know that we're not talking out into the ether. Yeah. Hi, uh, Gavin and Molly. <laughs> exactly. And Crystal. Crystal, uh, one of our Patreon patrons, which I have not updated in a while now that I'm thinking about it. Um it has started her own podcast. Um, she was inspired by the great, Nerds inspiring work that did we she, did uh, here. Did she, did she 
three men and an artist it where it was if these guys can do it yeah exactly well these assholes can do it i bet i can do it we're inspiring people by setting the bar low low <laughs> and my other friend alex is also talking about making a podcast what have you done i've created a monster i'm gonna start a network is what i'm gonna do there you go and we're just gonna incorporate this bitch and just be nerd the nerds with network nwf network <laughs> nwf um, but yeah, so, uh, Crystal's podcast, she was having issues with getting it on iTunes, but, uh, s- check it out. What's see if you can find podcast? it. It's called three for T and they, they, what they, is it with the number three? And I don't know. And it's a manageable number. I get it. Three for T though. Three for T. They get together, drink tea and talk about books and lady things. This sounds great. It's like, it's like the opposite of our, uh, podcast, but also sounds like a is good show. Three ladies. Yeah. That's three ladies drinking tea when ours is. At this moment, two dudes eating bugles, drinking coffee. So, fucking all that is, man. We need to get them on though. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll drink tea. We'll have a mixer. We'll have a mixer. We did this with three men and an artist. <laughs> a podcast mixer. It's a podcast mixer. But yeah, so check them out. Uh, it's called uh, Three for Tea. Um, I don't know if it's on iTunes yet, but it will be very soon. So um, I think you can find it on Buzzsprout though, which is where we host our podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, tell your friends, tell your family. Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your husbands. But listen to Nerds with Friends because, uh, you know, we want to grow this podcast. And we, you know, we like doing this. We, we like doing this. And we, we, have, help us out. we have a good time. And we hope you have a good time, too. I mean, if you're not having a good time, why didn't you tell us? I mean, you know, just I just feel like I feel like you're pressuring us. You're pressuring us to be better. You know, just say, just say, hey, guys, I'm not I'm not digging it. And we'll be like, oh, OK, we'll just we'll gracefully. We'll gracefully, just gracefully step aside. Step aside. Let it be better. Yeah, Let it be better. And thanks, Tom, in Australia. Shout out to Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. <laughs> well, thank you, Seamus, for holding it down with me. Thank you, Cody, for also doing that as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Have a happy Halloween and a very safe, but very not too safe. Not too safe. Like, I'm talking like no rubbers, but maybe a gun. Halloween. And uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. titties on Instagram. Did you ask people to post titties on Instagram? No. It's just it, it would be nice. Yeah, just check, yeah.